Let us pray. May only God's word be spoken. May only God's word be heard. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Have you ever felt out of place, alone, perhaps lonely? Have you ever felt different or isolated or cast off or rejected? How about lost, off track, adrift, misplaced, forgotten, neglected? Have you ever been in such a place for unknown reasons? Have you ever been in such a place due to your own actions? Have you ever felt like maybe something you've done was beyond the pale? Have you ever felt shame? These are the issues that Jesus is dealing with in our gospel today. He is engaging with people who've been cast out and rejected from their circles. People who might feel forgotten or neglected. People who might be in a situation due to their own decisions and others who might be in a situation due to things beyond their control. Tax collectors are collaborators with the enemy and people who have a reputation for taking advantage of others. Sinners is a catch-all term for those who have done any number of wrongs. His engagement, his welcome, his refusal to cut off such people and to count them as dead has generated pushback from others. And so Jesus offers two parables, one about a sheep who has wandered off and another about a coin that has been misplaced. These are parables about God's love. God never gives up on us. And when we have, been, when we have strayed or when we have been misplaced, God is looking, scouring the countryside, searching for us, sweeping the homes of our souls. The pairing of these two parables is interesting and important because at first glance, they kind of appear to be the same thing. It's kind of a repetition of different metaphors, but that's not the case. There are nuanced differences. In the first, you could find yourself actually blaming the sheep. Oh, it's the sheep's fault that they're lost. But the coin, the coin has no agency. It cannot be blamed. It couldn't have done anything wrong. And so by pairing these, things to, these two things together, the question of blame does not matter. If we are separated by our own fault or by conditions beyond our control, God's love extends to us. In whatever ways that we are out of place, alone, isolated from the group, God is with us. God searches us out and cares for us. If we feel like we've been forgotten by others, God remembers us. If we feel like we've been rejected by others, God accepts us. If we have made terrible errors, God is always more ready to forgive than we are to ask. There is nothing that we could have done that is so beyond the pale that God's love cannot reach us there. Do you remember that old classic hymn, Amazing Grace? The author, John Newton, was an enslaver. 
He ripped people from their homes, their families, their lives, and he brutally transported them to another place where they would be subjected to more evils for the rest of their life. And that evil would extend to their children and their grandchildren and for generations to come. I think we could probably all agree this was an evil beyond the pale. One night in a storm, he realized the error of his ways, and so he cried out to God and said in that moment that he discovered grace. That amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. He realized the depths of the depravity in which he was engaged, and he recognized that the responsible, the reasonable consequences for his evil actions would be tremendous. He came to see this recognition as a grace. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear. And yet, he also received a second grace as well. The grace of God's love that sought him out. The grace of God's love that forgave him completely and absolutely. A grace that relieved the fears of his heart. It is also a grace that invited him to transform and to commit his life to the abolition of the evil of slavery. Every week we ask God for forgiveness during our liturgy for all the ways that we have fallen short of God's hopes and God's dreams for us, the ways that we have failed to live up to God's call to love. And every week we receive those words of absolution that God has forgiven us. God has forgiven you. I can't put it any more plainly. God has forgiven you. For me, I take great comfort when I hear those words of assurance of God's forgiveness every week. They are reminders of this parable that there is nothing beyond the pale of God's grace. Jesus wants to show the wideness of God's mercy, a mercy that invites us to let go of the shame of the errors of our past and to move forward transformed in love. And the implication of moving forward in that love is that we have to start working to extend that very mercy to others. These parables are given in the context that Jesus gained pushback to welcoming the tax collectors and the sinners. Jesus shares these parables in order to teach others to welcome as he welcomes, to forgive as he forgives, to love as he loves. Amen.